back to the Kill Death Podcast. I'm joined by my internet host. We have Devin and Bobby. Say what's up, gentlemen. What's up, y'all? I'm moving to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we also Hello. have one more joining us from his tomb. We have Bro- Brother Ghoulish. How you doing tonight, Ryan? Hey, I'm good. How's everyone doing? Yay. I'm good. I am. I was trying to be sober, and now I'm not, and Siri's going to try and get in this episode. Sobriety is overrated. (laughs) Agreed. So tonight we're doing a Kill Shot episode. It's Boys Night, Full House. Uh, We are here to talk about the biggest news as far as horror is concerned today on Twitter and the Instagrams and all social media. Halloween Kills has been pushed back a fucking year. <sighs> Initial reaction, guys. Hmm, who wants to start? <laughs> I figured. Yeah, I, I yeah, I figured as well. Like they kept saying, like you know, they were because people been asking about the trailer and like when are they gonna drop the trailer and stuff. And I like they would have released this trailer by now. They keep saying they're trying to figure out what's going on with this whole COVID thing. And I just like, you know what? I'm not giving my hopes high. I mean, I, I am a little disappointed, but at the same time, I think there's other things that we need to focus on. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I could say that I figured um, maybe it would have hurt less. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing it around October this year. Like, I had my my hopes really set on that. So when I got the news, I was devastated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still crying. Just don't just don't look. You'll see online. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was really disheartening to be to be for real. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm not surprised. Um I think it's fair to say we knew this was coming. I unfortunately was hoping against all odds they would just take the chance on VOD. Mm-hmm. I think there are enough Halloween fans out there uh, to have brought in a decent box office for VOD standards. Uh, Universal seems to be the only people measuring or releasing their numbers. So mm-hmm. I think it would be part of the new normal. However, I get it. The original Halloween 2018 is weird to say original Halloween 2018, but that movie grossed over a quarter of a billion dollars worldwide on a $10 million budget. I don't know the Halloween Kills budget, but we do know the fine folks at Bloomhouse does not spend more than $15 million per uh, movie. So I understand what the sales you had on the first film, there's no way in hell they would ever go VOD. Unless every single movie theater goes out of business next year. Mm. Right. Did That's you say true. Bloomhouse? I did say Bloomhouse. <laughs> it's Blum, right? <laughs> I know a lot of people get, they say Bloom, Blum. <laughs> Gray's gonna throw something at me. No, no, no. <laughs> it was... An intentional usage of the word bloom and house together. Um, really? Oh my god, this whole time I've been saying bloom house too. Y'all should see my face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Here's what Blumhouse needs to do, all right? Lay it on us. 
they needed to release this movie VOD anyway in October. It's not going to flop on VOD. And that's just, if anything, that's going to create more of an accessibility for their profit. I'm not going to theaters in 2020. That's all, that's what I know. So Same. that's how I would have seen this film. And then here's what else they could do. Let's say things are more contained and, and the restrictions are lifted. Re-release the film in theaters and say, I don't know, May or something, and then attach the trailer for Halloween Ends exclusively like that first week the movie comes out is re-released in theaters. That way they can maximize the profit. I'm but not upset at that, actually. Nobody asked me, so... <laughs> I mean, and I'll tell you why I think that's a good idea. One, because the film has been... I'm not sure what the extra technical term is, because I don't fucking know. Um, but the movie has been scored or set for IMAX. So if you mm. let it come out in VOD now, and then release the IMAX version later when you can, I would go fucking see that. I think yeah, me and other fans would go see that. Uh, typically, I never get to see a horror movie in IMAX. So the fact that it's being intentionally done and not retrofitted later is great. Yeah, and, yeah. and they can also, in addition to having the IMAX option, and also, you know, people just being excited to get out the house, even if it is a year later that it came out on virtual, like, they can actually... Virtual, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They um they can even do something like a director's cut where there's like bonus scenes or something to kind of spice it up even more. I I agree. I don't think it's gonna flop. They just need to be creative. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. But do you think they're scared like with the whole VOD thing because people can like kind of like just copy it and then it's like bootlegged? And I mean, I know there's like true horror fans that would go ahead and do it, but for just like the general person that is like, oh, let me just put on a new Halloween just because they could just find it on one of those like websites, you know? So I, I know they're definitely scared because of that. I see that angle, but also I would say what's different? Yeah. Like every movie gets bootlegged. Mm-hmm. Every barbershop in the world has gone from videotapes to dvds to blu-rays to now thumb drives yeah fire sticks um i don't think that that should be the one thing that sets them back as piracy i'm not advocating for piracy uh i was a young misspent youth and <laughs> i've benefited many a times from it in my past um but i'm not telling anyone to go torrent anything ever yeah, but it, it's like you're saying, though. It's it's going to happen regardless, though. Like, I mean, there's even apps nowadays. I know that you all probably know of a few or heard of a few where that stuff is out already anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so I don't. So let's talk after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because but, if this movie was to be released on, like, VOD, I know it will be, like, what, like 20 bucks or whatever. And some people is going to be like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. And I don't know, it's just, because, you, like, you guys said, it's going to happen regardless, but it's like, you, you know, about, like, the clear copies, like, you can easily, if this is on VOD, it could be easily just, you know, like you said, uh, pirated and just be everywhere, and then everybody got, like, their clear copy of Halloween Kills right there, and it's just like they're not making any money at all, where people will go to the movies regardless and still spend, like, $11, $12 on a, t- a movie ticket. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, 
I see guys side too, but it's just like I can understand where they're coming from as well. If that is one of the issues. To play Devin's advocate. Excuse what? me. <laughs> this, is, this is pro, pro Devin. Okay. Oh, speaking on your behalf. Um, I like the idea of creativity. Like, what if? Uh, I don't know what day Halloween falls this year. I'm scrolling frantically to try to say it before Saturday. I it's, it's a Saturday, exactly. right? Exactly. So, I think so, yeah. 2020, hell of a year. Imagine having a VOD experience. Everyone buys watch party, just like we did for Halloween 2018. Right. Get some commentary from David Gordon Green. Um, hopefully... Jamie Lee Curtis, the rest of the Strode team, <laughs> uh, whoever else, you know, make it an event. And I'm sure you could charge more than $20 for that, maybe even 30 Yeah. Because uh, I would do it because I'm not going to wake up Sunday morning and have other people talking about it and I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, if anything, all the people that showed up for the test screening back in March is a testament to how many fans there really are for this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I how mean, much I can be those assholes now? <laughs> a lot of people, though, like I'm telling you, they're just going to be so excited to be back out that in 2021 they would probably re-see some of the features that they did see, mm-hmm. um, you know, already at home because there's just going to be all this excitement building around the theater experience. Like, look at how many films actually get put back in theater after having been, you know, out of theaters for 20 plus years. I mean, this is a rare case, but we're also dealing with a pandemic. Like, they every so often show, like, Nightmare Before Christmas at um, a lot of the theaters around me, for example, every so often, just because it's like, oh, you get to see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. People, people like the film experience. And even if they have to pay that $20 for a ticket, I mean, nowadays, popcorn is like 30 So I think yeah. people already expect to, you know, use up all their money when they're going for the cinematic experience. But there's something about like being immersed in it, like being in the theater, hearing people reacting, right. people, you know, people are attracted to that. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I spent $10 one time, not that that's a lot of money, but I was in Texas. So that's a normal movie ticket price for those of you who don't know. Um, Me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the after association was circulating a 35 millimeter print of the thing which obviously I never got to see as a kid or infant or semen in theaters. So. <laughs> I'm stealing that, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, so to me, it was worth it. Like I own probably a digital copy and a physical copy of the film. I've seen it countless of times, but I'd never seen it in a movie theater. And nowadays, 35 millimeter prints are rare. So it doesn't, necessarily make for the best viewing things when you know scenes are missing and it's not like someone spliced it it just went bad or whatever and they just you know but i love that that that's there that there's a projectionist in the booth actually tending to this movie because you have to it isn't yeah. push play model that we have now which i'm not upset at either because there's less interruptions i remember plenty of times power going out midway in a movie and the projectionist can't rewind back to the part that we need to see. So they just cancel the whole movie. I'm glad. This oh, wow. Does that never happen to anyone else? Or not? No, I know I've, I've never seen that before. Yeah. That's yeah, new for yeah. me. Me neither. Which has made this year insanely hard for me. I think my normal theatrical consumption rate 
is somewhere upwards of 200 movies a year. Wow. Damn, great. Yep. <laughs> Respect. I, I will say in Austin, it is 10 times easier because there's always something going on. There's Alamo Drafts House. There's regular Regal and AMCs. Oh, yeah. And there's also um, American, American Austin Film Society. So there are plenty of opportunities to see a film or art and events. And South by Southwest is there. And Fantastic Fest is there. Um, Texas Frightmare is there. There's probably more than that. Yeah. I loved Austin. I miss it. I will be back. (laughs) Yeah. I I think for me, and I've said this before, and I'm going to repeat myself. I'm I'm the minority in that. I think I prefer to probably watch a movie at home. Um, The irony of wishing this film was released VOD in October is what made me really finalize that decision was seeing Halloween 2018 in theaters. And yes. just the way the audience didn't know how to act in a crowded space. And I like I, I can't get over the fact that we were sitting next to two women around our age taking pictures of themselves, taking selfies oh, okay. as the movie is playing and then uploading them to Facebook. These are grown women. So that made me say, you know what? I'm not going back to the movies unless it's a big event. And Halloween Kills would be a big event. But if they were to release this on VOD... I'm fortunate I I would gladly pay that twenty, thirty dollars to watch it and come from my own home. Right. Make my own popcorn, make my own lemon pepper wings and cocktails and get mm. it in, you know? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so well, I may have to tweet Jason Blum. <laughs> Sad news aside. John Carpenter today released a teaser, and I'm reluctant to call it teaser, actually, because I realize it's pretty much like the first 15, 20 seconds of the film. Which I want to talk about this. There's not a lot to break down. Um, and I've only watched it on my phone. I haven't had a chance to watch it on a proper television or with uh, HD sound. But <clears throat> bear with me. Chime in when I'm wrong. We have uh, open from black scene where we get a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm going to assume is a nod to Halloween 2, the way it starts. Kind of like a little tongue-in-cheek action there. Um, oh. Huh? That's all. I didn't even think about that. It doesn't have to be, but where was their Jack or Landon when it ended? I can't remember. I'm going to watch 2018 as well, because the next point I was going to bring up is then, after we see the Jack or Lantern, we switch to a dead police officer behind a gate. And I don't know which officer that's supposed to be. Because we're looking through a gate. Hmm. You guys help me out on that one? That's the part I don't... Yeah. I, I feel like Maybe I missed a... that part. Yeah. Maybe it was like an off-screen 
an off-screen kill, and we just, you know, they just never obviously showed it on the first one. Well, would it be one of the cops who was um, who was in the yard at the climax, and then uh, um, what's the little girl? Uh, Allison's dad went out to investigate. I thought about that because I was like, oh, maybe her house is fenced in, sure. But then he seems to be kind of laying on a curb. But wasn't he in a car? Are you talking about the actual jack o' lantern guy? Well, there were two cops. Were they both in the car? Because one of them had the. Because wasn't one of them like decapitated, and the other one was like like Michael kind of set it up when the dad went to go check it out, and like the cop was holding one of the other cops' head. Head. Mm, your memory is sharper than mine around that part because the right the, no Bobby's right, and then that's when Michael came out and like strangled him with them damn bells. I've got mm, peanut I, butter on my penis. Oh my gosh! Well, so I guess I'm not the only one. I'm not sure who this officer is or was. Um, possibly not even dead yet. Maybe that's something. Uh, Michael comes across on his way out. Um, wasn't sure. Yeah. And then we get to see Lori's home again, engulfed in flames this time. Uh, I want to say last time it was just the beginning of the fire. It didn't look particularly like a great fire. Like I'm assuming it was CGI, uh, which is fine. Um, but. There is a part of the frame, which I did pause. Um, you can see where the front door is off its like hinges. And it looks like there's a head emerging. And maybe through some trick photography, they've paused Michael exiting the house. And the let the flames keep burning. I don't know CGI terms. But made it seem like it's a live shot when it's a still shot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did anyone else go way overboard like I did? <laughs> I did not catch that. Yeah. I mean, like you, I, have to, I, I only watched it on my phone um, when I was in a meeting today. So when we're done with this um, episode, I'm actually going to play it on a TV. Yeah. Hearing this has me eager to rewatch it, too, because yeah. similar. I just watched it from my phone. I'm in between, like, tickets at work. But um, as of for the, the fire anyway, like... I remember in Halloween 2018, um, I slow mode the fire when you can like see um, him down in it. And mm-hmm. it could just be that I'm tripping, but it feels like the flames flicker and then he's not there anymore anyway. It just felt like he just, I don't know, like it, they wanted to create an opportunity where if the flames did take him, they'd take him. But if they didn't, they didn't. He always has a way of eluding death. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, the way that the trailer like segues into her saying, you know, let it burn. Like I'm literally like in my house screaming, yes, please, God, let this shit burn. Just <laughs> let let him burn. Like he, you know, he just keeps on coming out and just persevering. I guess it should be inspirational, but it's kind of scary. <laughs> I like that you said inspirational because that's what the next shot. I don't know the timing or whatever is Andy. Uh, nope, Allison is her character name. Uh, in the back of the truck, and John Carpenter's theme kicks in. 
and you want to talk about an erection at work. I, it just gives me all the fucking feels. Um, Same boat, my friend. I got yeah. super excited. Yes. And I don't know why it does it to me. Like, of course, you know, he's breath new life into the soundtrack. But even the other one, if it was just the plain 78 theme, mm-hmm. I would have still been just as excited. Yeah. Uh, but of course we see Andy Matichek, uh Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel really bad about Judy Greer. There we go. Judy Greer <laughs> in the back of the truck where we left them. Uh and I love that all three of them are in I don't know, strode sync. And as soon as they hear the EMS or police trucks or whatever's coming, they know that that's a mistake. Like, they know it's going to ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. I, uh, I cannot wait. And Yeah, I just can't wait. One thing I did notice, and this is so minor, but I noticed Jamie Lee Curtis's shirt was a different color. But that's, mm. all, that's all I got. Because in the, in the <laughs> 2018, I think it was like a grayish Tank top in this one, it's it's black. Um, just pointing that out for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> it sounds like you clo- it sounds like you clocked an oversight, and I live. <laughs> I, <sorry. laughs> uh, I didn't notice that. Maybe it's blood soaked, and so it just <laughs> took on that color from her wound. Possibly. Okay. I don't I don't know. I didn't catch that at all. So good on you. I said that is not the same shirt she had on in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity people couldn't hold on to that for like. <laughs> I mean, it was like not even a year, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Y'all, y'all don't do her like that, okay? <laughs> Just don't do Laurie like that. She, she done been through some things, okay? Uh, that wig in part two. Oh, I was just about to say that. You took the words right out my mouth. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just say it's better than that wig in part two. Yeah. She's been a trooper uh, with every wig whatsoever. Yo, that wig was sitting high. Oh. <laughs> they did not have any gays on the set of that movie, that's for sure. At all. <laughs> I mean, I would take that over Gail's bangs in Scream 3, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope if Courtney Cox comes back for 5, that there's just a picture of her Scream 3 self. <laughs> like, in a scene somewhere. <laughs> just please do that. If uh, Kevin Williamson, you're listening, please make that happen for me. I would check out. I would check out. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Are, do y'all already know like why she ended up with those bangs? There's actually a story behind it. Uh, David told her it was okay. Yes, he set her <laughs> up talking about some um, Betty Page inspiration. I'm like, ooh, he did that shit on purpose. She should have knew that. <laughs> she I mean, but at that time, you are Courtney Cox. You could get a good wig. Yes. Like, why would you cut your hair like that? Your <laughs> own hair. I'm sorry. I'm getting off subject. Oh, yeah. Um, so then I believe the next scene is, and people are probably going to answer this on Twitter. I'm probably wrong. Um, the title credits, where we see Halloween Kills engulfed in the flames, presumably from uh, the Strode home. And then we get the fucking new mask. 
Yes. Where we still see... Well, no, we don't. I said still. We get a glimpse at the burn damage for like 0.5 seconds, or not even that long, 0.0005 seconds. Uh, it wasn't enough for me. I haven't been able to uh, go back and enhance or whatever. But I like that you can kind of see the left ocular um, cavity that is complete. So I don't think he has a full burn. And I don't think mm. he has or is going to be missing like hair in that mask. Right. I honestly prefer like a half, like his mask half being burnt. You know what I mean? Like I don't want the whole thing else being burnt. But it will look dope. Especially like, have you guys seen like seen some of the fan art of like people doing like a half burnt mask of Michael? Oh no! Like a I lot haven't. of them. Are, yeah, there's a bunch of them that's out, and I'm like, yo, if they go for like some of these looks <clears throat> in the movie, um, I will be here for it. I'm gonna try to share one later. I seen one earlier today. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I want to see this. I want to see this. I would be interested in that because I saw, I was, what's his name, Jimmy Champagne, on YouTube. Uh, like five or six months ago, I had a friend mock up what they thought it would look like, and it didn't look bad. But this doesn't look like that. Um, so whatever. But it's cool, you know, people that can make masks, because I would love to know someone that can make me a mask. Uh, anyway, but what do you guys think it will look like? Because like in the first film, at the end, like you see him obviously standing near when the flames, you know, is like surrounding him. But then the next shot, you see that he's gone. So it's like, do you guys know like how? far he got away from the fire or how soon the cops would get there before like it actually took a hold of him because i don't know like i mean obviously you don't we don't we don't see like the new mess yet like we haven't seen it but i can't imagine it being like obviously completely burnt or even like half burnt like i feel like there's gonna be like reminisce of like burntness on there but not like all the way fully so right. i'm not too sure so i'm not too sure like how I don't know. Like, I'm not too sure, like, how he was, how long he was down there in the basement while the fire was surrounding him and how long it took for them, like, the police to come and get there because that's fast as shit. Like, if it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you look at this trailer, um, this new one, well, the teaser or whatever you want to call it, it's just like that's the police came really, really, really fast. So, um, I'm not too sure how Michael was down there in that basement or he was working his way out the basement by the time they came. I think they'll tie it into the officers that were missing. Like, they're just not answering dispatch. So mm. they sent units. Or something like that. I think they may lean into this um, mystique that's always been around him. That it won't make sense. Like, by the time the killings start back up and you're witnessing him again, there's just this question of how did he pull it off? But not really knowing you know, if there's time to reflect on it because he's already starting. Right. It's just going to be, because there's always some some hole that we don't get to see from the perspective of the murderer where maybe something burst through underneath and he was able to pull out or maybe, like you said, the pair, like the, um, everyone gets there so fast that they're able to subdue the flames, so he's able to get away or he tucks away somewhere. But they're definitely, like you said, like they're not, they're not letting that, that mask be fully burned. It may show some wear because I know they do that sometimes. Um, but they're not they're not letting that mass burn. Period. I was really hoping for a, a fused situation 
to yeah. where it just burns to his face. To the skin, he, yeah. Yeah, and he mm. finally becomes the mask. Um, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. But yeah. that's hard to say. I love that idea. That would be really cool. I mean, it's something... I mean, they haven't even done that in any of the Halloween so far either, I don't think, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, so... Well, well, well... <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. No. Nope. Nope. At the end. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, you know, I actually like the... I, I don't think they would ever do this again because the fans bitched about it, but in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, I, I was actually okay with Michael going mostly maskless, especially in the last third of the film. Mm. Just because, especially in the context of that film, it made sense. I don't know about this one, but I think that you're not wrong because I think that that's what will happen in part three Halloween Mm -hmm. ends is that the mask will come off before they take him out. Oh, we'll see. We'll see if him and Allison go toe to toe because, um, I assume Lori is going to be incapacitated for the most part of this. Uh, and just pay homage to Halloween 2 from a hospital bed yeah. and let the uh, returning legacy characters do the heavy lifting this time around. It felt like there was heavy foreshadowing around Allison anyway that she had this darkness to her. And it was just in subtle little ways that they posed her um, during like different shots of the film. So it would be interesting to see that. Yeah. That Allison has like a dark side to her, like almost how they alluded to Jamie having a dark side at the end of part four. Yeah, just it's just it's just a feel that I got. I, there was even one shot. I wish I could after this if I can like grab it. I don't know if like anyone put it up where I can just grab it without having to screenshot it myself. But it just kind of felt like the exact same way that um, the kid that played Michael Myers in the original Halloween was like standing with the knife and like facing the house. It felt like they had her pose like that. But I don't know. Sometimes I catch little things like that and I don't know if they mean anything. It could just be coincidental. But it's like they're foreshadowing that she has enough darkness to go toe to toe with him. So. Yeah, that's another way of looking at it. Yeah. Because a lot of people always seen it as, oh, well, it's like passing of the torch. She's like the next Lori or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a, a good, another way of looking at it. And did y'all did y'all see that article like on um, Bloody Disgusting where they were talking about um, the kill count and this is supposed to be like really 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 yeah, high? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's since the highest kill count, the most violent as well in the whole franchise. And I'm ready. <sighs> I am so ready. Like I love, and it's just like I don't want to see a lot of off-screen kills. Like some off-screen kills are good because, like for instance, 2018, a lot of the off-screen kills, you'd be like, how the hell Michael do that? You know what I mean? Like one, you see this guy's jaw like ripped almost the fuck open, like it stretched the hell out, and it's just like I'm curious to know how he's doing this. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I want them to go more with Halloween kills. I want them to go a little bit more in depth of how he's actually getting these motherfuckers out of here. <laughs> because yeah and, and no more like kills no more like michael myers less kills like when uh dr sam Hain killed um <clears throat> i'm using air quotes when i say killed but killed <laughs> the uh the sheriff with his pen oh yeah 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 just let michael myers do all the killing yeah yeah there's rumors going around though saying um that he's not actually dead 
Um, the this was the air quotes. Oh, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to uh, bring this to an end. Brandon. It has been long rumored and unconfirmed, unless you were to skulk the internet, which I have not, that there is one additional secret legacy character that was brought back for this. Who are you hoping that it is? I, I feel like if it was actually Danielle Harris, we would know. So that's not an option. But across the pantheon of everything leading up to Halloween H2O, because they would never bring Freddie Gibbs back. Sorry, Devin. Um, <laughs> who do you think it is? Dr. Loomis. Well, we know he's coming back, though. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I got to pick somebody else. Okay. I'll start. I think it could be Rachel. I have been on this long theory. Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie Lloyd does exist in this universe. Mm-hmm. And I think Rachel will be the way to introduce Jamie Lloyd and Halloween ends. Explain. I want to know. <laughs> well, because when they go into Lori's backstory um, about, oh, what's her, Judy Greer's father. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it was just some person. Like, Lori just had a one-night stand. But she also said she was married a couple times before. And we do know that there was Daniel Harris' character and what's the hair lick boy name? Josh, Josh Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart did. Um, it could be a nod to those two people. saying so they do exist, Lori just only raised one of her children. So there's actually three. Hmm. You know, when you first told me that theory, I said, Gray, no. But... <laughs> about it i think you're right I, I i do think the possibility of um of jamie lloyd or um john tate or whatever existing is a possibility in this universe john tate i was trying to think of his last name yeah uh, yeah so that's mine also well, uh quick nod to h2o until H2O and Janet Lee's appearance in that film, mm-hmm. the convertible from Psycho had been missing all that time. Oh, really? No one knew where it was. Maybe Janet Lee took it home with her after Psycho finished, but someone found it and got it back. But from 1961 to like 1994, missing. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. How do they find it? Uh, That part's not disclosed. Oh. All right, so Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, so I think it was already said, but um, Freddie. (laughs) (laughs) I know know I'm trash, but that's my vote. (laughs) No, but really, I mean, it's, it's hard because the whole continuum is so messed well not messed up i actually like what they're doing by revisiting the the direction of the story that you know, like the way they're tackling it but i couldn't guess who it would be i would genuinely have to be surprised and then there were just so many deaths that for me like i don't really remember the character's name 
But if they came back, I'd be happy to see them. So I guess I'd have to see. Okay. Bye. That was the cop out, I swear. Yeah, so <laughs> no wrong answer to this. <laughs> you know, let me say this. I, I think it may be um, Judy Myers or Judith Myers might make the an appearance. Sister. Yeah, in a weird flashback. That is not that I hate you. <laughs> I'm gonna say no fair. That was a damn good answer. I, but I, I think that's why that's why I wanted to be, but I, I mean that's why I think it might be. But who I wanted to be is Daniel Chalice from Halloween Three. Tom Atkins. Mm. Oh, you took Tom my Atkins, great. Please. I was gonna say Tom Atkins. Character. Oh, sorry. I mean Devin. I'm sorry. You took mine. You took mine. I was gonna say Tom. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> well, Gray, being as though that you said Rachel, it's only right to maybe bring her friend along with her. So I would say, Tina! Maybe Tina could come back. You know, everybody thought she was annoying. I liked her. She was fun. Like, bring Tina back. Everybody was back. Let's do that. Let's make her come back. I mean... I don't know how, but I'm sure they can do it. I'm sure. They'll figure it out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the best part is you can explain anything away. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if people are going to go for Tina, but, I mean, we can try. <laughs> that's a different I mean, conversation. <laughs> uh, I like Tina. My mouth would drop if I see Tina, and I would get my life. I don't care what y'all think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Was that everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can count. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you for joining us tonight. You want to tell the fine folks listening where they can find you? Yes. So you can listen to my podcast, Brother Ghoulish's Tomb, on all podcast things. Um, you can find me on all social media at Brother Ghoulish. Um, and if it's easier, you can just go to brotherghoulish.com. And it's literally everything that I do in just one location. And what can we expect or when can we expect the next episode? So the next episode should be out within the next week. And then from then on out, I'm actually going to release bi-weekly on Wednesdays. Um, I'm about to premiere a really big story that I've been working on for a few months. So um, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. The tease. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for having me out. Like, this is a lot of fun. You've bullied me into drinking and I'm having a damn good time. (laughs) (laughs) That's the important part. (laughs) All right. And Bobby, we know you just dropped the brand new Metamorphosis video today. If you're listening in real time, that is July 8th. Uh, And what else you got going? What's going on with you? Um, Well, right now, I mean, you can obviously find me, Bobby Torres, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, also my YouTube channel by the same name. Uh, and I will be releasing another video for another Shutter Visual uh, Beach House, um, which right. actually comes out tomorrow. So um, look out for that. And yeah, that's all I have for right now. And that's Bobby Torres with a Z. With a Z, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, Devin, you got some stuff to say. <laughs> yes. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to get these edibles oh, open, and they're so tough. Um, yeah, you can find me at INeedYouJesse.com, and it's also you can find me on Twitter and um, 
uh, Instagram at I need you, Jesse. All one word. And then Gray? You can always find me on the social medias that you can find me on. Don't be confused. It is what it is. At Gray himself. That's G-R-A-E himself. Uh, you can also check me out on littleshopofterrors.com and at somethingghoulish.com. I guess the only last piece of housekeeping is, Devin, what are we doing yes. different this month? Oh, I'm sorry. You can also find me on somethingghoulish.com as well. Um, this month, we are selling T-shirts with the Kill the Dead, Kill the Dead logo, um, and all the proceeds are going to go to the National Black Justice Coalition, which is a civil rights organization that advocates for the unique challenges and needs of the Black queer community with a particular focus on federal public policy. And whatever whatever the proceeds are, Gray and I are going to match those and donate to the organization as well. Yes, hey. we are. That's and that funny. is going until July 15th. So if you haven't got the t-shirts, get them now, please. It is going to a great cause. And as always, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate that. That helps us get find, found, whatever the proper English term is, uh, so that we can share <laughs> more creative people like Bobby and Ryan with you all. I was going to say, I got that shirt, and I can't wait to rock it, and y'all will know when I get it, and y'all will be seeing it all on social media, so... Yes. Aww. Thank you very I'm much. I'm definitely going to cop mine too. Yeah, it's a great cause, you guys. Yes. And I have a link on that. Great. So by the time you hear this, go to IMeetYouJesse.com. Uh, good night, folks. Good night. Bye. Bye.